Welcome to The Source with Chicken and Chips Casting. I'm Steph. And I'm Al. This is episode one. Sure is. Holy shit. This has been a long time coming. Yeah, years probably. Wow, you knew that. I've been right, counting. Right there and there, yeah. Mm. Yeah. That was when but the big see, idea popped into my brain and you said, I have no time, no money. <laughs> brutal. I'm brutal, but I'm realistic. Yes. I need that and in my life. To be fair, three years ago, we didn't have time or the money. No, we didn't. Um, you were very right. I fully mm. sa- stand by your decision to pull the pin on that and put it on the back burner. <laughs> yeah, but in a lockdown, according to everyone in the world, it's the best time to start a podcast. So why wouldn't we when we do everything else together? Literally everything else. Well, I think originally three years ago, I think the, the idea was very different. I think we had a better, we had an idea of a casting director led podcast, which it still is. But I think now in the last three years, I reckon you and I have listened to more podcasts like than yeah, the entirety of many people's lives. It's quite insane. And I think we we froth on them a little bit. We do. We? Mm. we do do a bit of like avid sharing when we would come in. When we used to go into the office, remember the days? Oh, um, so sad. So sad. And we used to be like, oh, my God, I just listened to this podcast. And, oh, yeah, but I just listened to this one. And I think we're just a bit obsessive on them. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's like a bit of free therapy, a podcast session. And that is what this could be. It could be that. I think it Mm. definitely has the potential to be that. Mm. But we really just wanted to talk to people that we like and let them share their stories and I guess maybe get some insight into how we can do life better. Yeah. And have a good time because we miss each other, IRL. It will also, you know, shine a bit of a light on our chicken and chips policy of no bullshit and having fun because that's what we, that's how we live our lives and our business lives and that's our, our, yeah, our philosophy at Chicken and Chips. How did we get here? Who are you? Whoa. Mm. That was two really big questions. Yeah. I'm here to ask who, the big questions. Who am I? Uh, we recently had a very good conversation um, about, you and I did, about separating who we are from what we do. Yes. Because we find it very strange that when you meet someone, they, the first thing they ask you is, what do you do? Mm. I find it weird. It is weird. weird. Yeah. It's very strange to define yourself by your job title, which I think uh, society has uh, shaped us in that way. Yeah, because we just ask people what they do and I'm like that's – so now Steph and I have challenged ourselves that when we – the next time someone meets us and they say, oh, it's nice to meet you, what do you do? We're going to answer the question with – and this is what I do and so it is who I am. Um, well, I look after my two-year-old daughter and I really froth on making nutritious meals and learning about holistic living. 
and I love going to the beach and swimming and being outdoors. And I've got Peter Pan syndrome, so I spend a lot of time doing childlike activities. Um, I like watercolours and the bright colours on the, um, of cartoons um, because a part of my brain definitely didn't develop. And I um, like watching Disney films and Harry Potter and, you know, that's what I do. But I'm also a casting director. Yes, and you run a casting company. And I'm a small business owner, yeah. And now you're a podcaster. Oh, and now I'm a podcaster. Damn. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. But so that's that's the challenge. That's what we're, we're going to rattle off all those things when someone says, what do you do? Anyway, I'm just going to look at, they're just going to look at me for ages like, when will she stop? <laughs> <laughs> so next time, Steph, someone says, oh, it's nice to meet you, Steph. What do you do? What will you say? I will say, I'm Steph. I love waking up before the sunrise to go and take a sunrise photo. I like being barefoot and pretending that I'm a hippie, even though I do like showers. Um, I am trying to live my best partial city, partial van life. And I also love the ocean. I am a mum of a four-year-old who keeps me very busy. And I'm a business owner. I'm a casting director. I'm a podcaster. Ooh. And I am a little bit zany. There you go. Ooh, that's a good word for, like, sassy. You came up with that. Did I? Mm. Did I call you zany? Yep. When did I call you that? I feel like you've held on to that begrudgingly a little bit. No, I actually have lent into it and I'm like, that is a good way of saying I'm completely insane without using the word insane. But I would consider zany also like that that part of you that will speak speak truth. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay, great. When did I call you that? Uh, in an Instagram post where we put up, I think it was for International Women's Day, where we put up some fun facts about ourselves. Oh, that's right. And we each got the other person to describe the other person. Yeah. That's right. Mm. That was and good. I have hung on to it in a positive way and lent into it. And now when I talk about myself, I would usually use the word scattered, but now I use the word zany. I love that. Mm. So do I. I love Thanks. that you um you held on to that. So basically I am a word guru. I don't know what yes. the word is for that. Without knowing what the word is for that, ironically, I am a word guru. Yep. Yep. That's another hat that you wear. Mm. Except I'm not. You're better at that than I am. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm better at the maths, which is ironic because I'm not even good at maths. Oh my god, so, neither. You are good at math, so um, we'll talk about that. That's another That's another hat you wear, finance. <laughs> finance. Oh, yeah, my finance hat. I had yeah. to learn to CFO. do finance. I am CFO. That's mm. true. I'll add that. Maybe I should add that to my list of what do you do? Yeah, well, I'll add um, the fluffy title of social media manager. Mm, gladly. I'm cool with that. I don't want that on my list. That really fucking stresses me out. <laughs> In case anyone hasn't noticed, Steph's really good at social media and I'm really, really bad. <laughs> I'm always I'm on Instagram. Sure it's such a sad know. life. 
I just get the sheer overwhelms every time Steph sort of encourages me to post. I buckle under the pressure of like, I don't know how to do it. What do I post and what do I write? It's so and good. Then I leave it, and then I leave it so long that then I put this pressure on myself of, well, because it's been six months since I've posted, when I do post, everyone's going to have this really high expectation that the post is going to be really good. And so that just keeps compounding. Oh, my goodness. Wow, you really overthink this so, shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's very stressful for me. Goodness. <laughs> we talked about how we met no Mm. all right I guess we should say how we met yeah you had a break you were working in advertising let's do each other's you were working in advertising you had a breakdown and your one of your colleagues called me Rob Spencer from Ogilvy and he said uh hey, I've got this great girl. I think you'll really get along with her. Uh, she'd be great for casting. She used to be an actor. And then? Well, you had been working at Fountainhead after having started your casting um, career in Melbourne at Chameleon Casting. Um, you then ended up as an associate at Fountainhead in Sydney where Rob Spencer called you and you were overloaded with work and projects and it was just all a bit of a shambles for you and you were like, Shit, yeah, I need some help. Mm-hmm. Um, is she good at anything? And when he said I was an actor and I worked in advertising, you were like, yep, bring her in, sign her up. And then that's where we met and I quit my job and started working at Fountainhead. Yeah. And we just also, because of our dynamic and how we work together in terms of, you know, seamlessly transitioning between jobs and um, mm. the tasks that we, that, you know, what our strengths are in the actual technical role of casting, it is really complimentary. And so we also got along as friends and human beings and I think outside mm. of work it just made sense that we, sh- and we also shared the same ambitions and goals of wanting to work on film and TV projects and being more creative. So that was sort of where Chicken and Chips was born. Mm. Mm. And I think in, in a bigger sense as well, we had the same ambitions just a little bit in life. Mm. We ended up, we knew that we both didn't ever want to work like manic lives of a hundred hour weeks and we wanted to have family time and we wanted to be able to go watch sunsets and take holidays and you know it is very handy having a business partner being able to go on holidays it really is yeah or when you when we had babies exactly business partner yeah yeah it's very um helpful yeah and it was a very quick and also we just liked um like, like we just wanted to work and drink margaritas all day as well, I guess. Yeah, I mean, Friday afternoon margaritas are, fuck, I miss them. Oh, so much. <laughs> well, there's a couple of differences between us too. The the fact that, um, you know, we're short and long-term planners, You're, you being the short-term planner to my long-term stupidly big goals that, you know, 
I dream up these things and I come to work and I'm like, oh, I think we should do this thing. And you're like, uh, uh, yeah, okay. And this is how much time and money it's going to take. Like this podcast. Yes. That's why it took three years. Mm. Uh, There's that. There's also the fact that you are quite OCD. Yeah. And I am not. Not. No. No, that's when the zaniness comes into it. Mm. Yep. And I just like to tidy up the zaniness sometimes. (laughs) So that's complementary traits. And the other thing She can't multitask. (laughs) Before I even let her finish, I'll just say she can't multitask. Yeah, I have trouble doing that. Yeah, terrible, terrible trouble, mostly because I would like to get things ticked off my list simultaneously and often that means like while I'm doing some work, I'm going to have a conversation with her about something so that we can tick both these things off. But then she'll listen for 10 seconds, but then she picks up her phone probably to go on social media and then I watch her drift off. My eyes glaze over. Yeah. Well, then they're really glazed when I say, are you listening to me? And you look at me and you put a head tilt on and you just sort of stare, hoping <laughs> hoping that your subconscious have taken has taken something in so you can prove to me that you've listened. And then I go, well, you just let me know when you're ready to listen and I'll come back to you because I don't want to keep repeating yeah. myself. <laughs> it's a problem. I have, yeah. I have that problem and the head tilt is a real thing and I do try really hard to remember what you've said but because I wasn't listening, that is a really hard thing. So this podcast probably will improve my active listening skills, I dare say. Yeah. If you ever, if we ever encounter just severe long pauses in the podcast, you can assume Steph's just head tilting away, <laughs> staring at me. Or looking at my phone. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, we never know. I'll let you know. Oh, she's mm-hmm. picked up a phone, guys. Guess it's just me now. <laughs> <laughs> the owl show. <laughs> it's the owl show all of a sudden. Yeah. It's great. And then you'll just pick back up and start talking about something completely off topic because you've not been listening. Yes. That also is a problem. So it will be mm. a test for me. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, a couple of differences, but also that's, I think, why we work pretty well together and why we are completely... It's- Meant for each insane? other. Insane? <laughs> well, yeah, that. No, I said insane. Um, but I guess that's probably why most of our conversations are pretty pretty wild. Well, our day-to-day conversations, like if some, I just if someone was a fly on the wall no, can't in our be. office, Jesus, or for our phone calls. Oh, God. <sighs> Even when we come in the door just to each other to just talk about a life problem for a hot sec, Christ almighty. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a total clusterfuck. Really, when you I think, think about it. I think because we, like, we'd be the first person each other might see for the day. Yeah. So it's like it just is this word vomit of every thought that's come out of that person's mouth. I mean, every thought that's gone into our head for the last 12 hours. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It can be. It's messy. It can be a lot. So then it's we are each other's therapist then. Yeah, and we're not qualified to be, so. Well, I have an online degree in therapy from Instagram and podcast listening. Okay. 
So do I give you my Medicare details or? No, you can't claim a rebate from me. <laughs> okay, good. Good to know. As long as everyone knows this is not medically endorsed or um, certified, no, then that's, that's important. I think um, being in a business partnership is a lot like being in a marriage. It is. You have to have some like you have to have some conversations that you wouldn't generally have with anyone else but your life partner. True. And you have to manage finances together. Joint finances, joint goals of not only the business but also like goals of life because if your goals of life don't line up, well, not line up, not that I'm saying we have to do everything the other person does, but line up in a sense of like you know, the business services that yeah, those goals that yeah. we are growing the business with each other's goal, personal goals list. If you wanted to live in like a ten million dollar mansion, but I wanted to live in a shack, our business goals are going to be different because it's a different business to facilitate that. Yeah, I mean, I do want to live in a shack though. So yeah, I know, but like, I don't, I don't need to live in a ten million dollar house. So it's kind of like. That's where the alignment works because the mm. expectations are the same. Exactly. Of the business. Yeah. Yes. Mm. So, but, yeah, you do. We do have to have to have conversations that are basically the same as life partner conversations. Yeah. And on a deeper level than what you would perhaps have with your, like, very best friend. Like if I mm. think, you know, well, I would consider you one of my very best friends, but I think if I think of my other friends, I wouldn't necessarily have my well, I don't talk about my finances or my personal – well, I might talk about no. maybe personal goals if I have something that I'm working mm. on or something. Um, but, yeah, generally speaking, it's at a much deeper level when mm. you're someone's business partner. Yeah. So no yeah, wonder people think that we're married. No, it is not much wonder. And because we had kids spaced out basically the way people space out their kids. It was like, oh, we had children 18 months apart because that's what people do. They have children 18 months apart, apparently. <laughs> so it was like, oh, they had one and then they had a second. That's adorable. Yeah. The reality yeah, of that, you. though, is that neither of us could have a baby at the same time because the business would be no longer. <laughs> exactly. But it just looks very conveniently much like, anyway, I'm here for it. Yeah. I mean, it works for us. Yeah. I'm very much an advocate of doing whatever works and whatever services your joy and goals. Mm, that's lovely. Mm. And here we are just doing, add, we've done it. We've just added another thing to our together list. Yep. And it's going well and so far, I think. So far. <laughs> one episode in and no one has listened to this, <laughs> but she's positive. She's very positive. <laughs> um, but then we can start doing therapy together once we start getting people on to talk to about our life and how we can do it better. Yes. And I can't wait for that. I'm so excited for that part of it. And I think that a lot of people will get a lot out of the guests that we are going to bring on the show. Mm, I hope so. Otherwise, you can just listen to us talk. Fuck around shit. and not get much yeah. done. <laughs> <laughs> Avoid doing our finances. Yes. Which I will forever put on the bottom of my to-do list. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, um, we will 
see you in episode two. Is yes. that how you end these things? I think so. I think that's a good way of ending it. We should probably come up with like a bit of a end tag line. A jingle? A jingle. Like, <laughs> I don't even have one. <laughs> that's the end of the episode. So we hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget to like, subscribe, follow and comment, share, whatever you do. Um, so tell your people, people. Yeah, tell your people so other people can also benefit from the clusterfuck that is Stefan out. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. Bye.